0: Ho, ho, ho.
1: Nice cannonball, Santa. Welcome to the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. Unless it's the reindeer. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host with over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo. It's undecided if he's on the naughty or nice list. <laughs> Edgar De Jesus and his co-host J.J. Flawless and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas.
0: Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation Live Podcast. I am your host, Edgar De Jesus, and yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John JJ Flawless, the fastest knitter in the West, and the famous Zach, the Pool Boy Nicholas. Today, we're talking business strategy, winner strategies, and getting on track to start the year. I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, the podcast where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting and splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, Blu-ray XL, Aquastar Pool Products, Natural Chemistry, Pack, and Heritage Pool Supply. We want to thank them for their continued support. Zach, good morning. How you doing?
2: I don't know if you guys have caught it, but I am very energetic today, very motivated. Wednesday night, I went home and I ended up falling asleep at, I don't know, 6, 7 p.m. It was one of those nights you wake up at 11, sitting up still in your clothes and slept probably... 11 hours that night so yesterday i was just out of it all day i think i overslept and then last night i got a normal night of
3: sleep so i'm really feeling it today i guess
0: that's what happens when you go to bed at six o'clock at night right john (laughs)
3: yeah that's good i'm glad you're feeling energetic because i feel the exact opposite today so i feel like a train wreck this morning and i don't know how highly motivated i am today and energetic but i do have a lot to do today one way or the other it's gonna have to get done So I'm hoping that after my fourth cup of coffee and my fifth rock star, I'll be close to where you're at, Zach, when I take off and attack the day-to-day because I got lights to pull, heaters to put in, filters to do. I got a lot of stuff to do. I'll
0: just keep limping my way from room to room and just let you guys.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I know. And Edgar, you're like done, completely disabled right now limping around. But if you look at the camera now, you can see Zach, you got like a twinkle in your eye, me. He does. And he's like up close on the camera and he's ready to rock and roll on these pumps. And then here I am, right? Barely able to, my eyes are barely open and I look like a train wreck. But what time did you get up? I got up late today. I got up like at 6.30 this morning. What? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I got up late this morning. So I didn't sleep very well last night, which is odd and unusual. So I got up very late this morning but here i am and my schedule this morning was a little off we talked about that earlier yeah but you can see it in my face hopefully by the end of the podcast your transformation because it does take me about two hours in the morning to fully wake up and i'm at that two hour mark right now so i think once we start talking and i start getting into this podcast and what we have in store for the rest of the year i think i know one question that i
0: could throw out your way and it'll just fire you up and then zach and i will just sit back and just watch that's what we would do i I have the question here pegged out already i'm gonna ask you and that's gonna get you all fired up oh boy hey good morning everybody out there jeanette good morning santa's watching david what's going on our boy steve barnes good morning steve steve are you back out in california are you traveling I know there's a couple of shows. I think there was a show in Canada, right? I think on social media I was looking at and some stuff. I think it was Niagara Falls. Maybe I could be making stuff up. I don't know. No, Janie. Good morning, Janie. I will take a cappuccino, please. If you would, that would be great. Anthony Paz with Zach. Yeah, shout out. That's Anthony. He's out there grinding That's right Anthony. now. Oh, he's
2: on our team. That's Anthony. There yeah, you go, he's a pool boy, baby.
0: <laughs> there you go. What's going on, Anthony? Big shout out to your brother. Let's go here. Let's come back and put that back up on the screen. Y'all don't know who Anthony is. Come on now. We go. Who is that, Zach? And he goes, Anthony. You should know. <laughs> Anyways, Mr. Howard Pringle said hi, John. I must have upset
3: him. I'm off the list. What's up, brother? You are on the naughty list, bro.
0: I am Howard. Whatever I did to you, brother, I apologize. I didn't mean to do it. Maria, good morning. And Sonata Pools, Steve Barnes, Ventura today, Florida tomorrow. Crazy out there. Hey, Robert, good morning out there. Lindsay Brown, good morning. I do have to take a second and give our friend Lindsay Brown a huge shout out. Lindsay started her journey when we started our journey. So that's not that long ago. It was about three years ago. And I am so proud of her. So she jumped on. Remember, she started working for somebody else. She took the plunge. Her husband was in the military. He was going to retire. Yesterday, they bought their fourth truck and they have their fourth route going. Her husband is now retired from the military, has joined the family business. And she is just Absolutely crushing it out there, Lindsay. Big, huge shout out to you. We are super proud of you, and you just absolutely keep crushing it. We're big fans, so keep doing what you do, Mr. Adam. What's going on, and John? How come you're not wearing Adam's shirt? I'm an acquired taste. Well, how come you're not wearing the shirt for real? You got to wear it on the podcast next week. He leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, he turned off the camera to change, but on this shirt. Anyways, let's see here. Maria, how are you doing today? Edgar, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm I'm day four. Pain-wise, day three and day four would be the worst. Yes, today's the most painful day. I've been dancing around and whining so much, Maria, that Zach just said, you know what? You need to stop being a little wuss and shut up, Edgar. So Zach was giving me a hard time and told me to man it up. And if you know that Zach's doing that, it's kind of, there you go. Check it out, Adam. yeah adam check that out i'm sort of an
3: acquired taste i love it john (laughs) how cool is that i gotta admit this is one of my favorite shirts and that's why adam so you know that's how quickly i was able to get it because i know exactly where it's at because i love this shirt thank you very much brother i appreciate it
0: so every year we talk about the things that we remember after we go to an event or a show or what are the highlights for us and for sure PSP. It seems, to going, be, it seems to be me that always they gets picked on gets, you, right?
3: right? Yeah, they, they do. I get picked on The battery. Yeah.
0: And you had two people give you batteries, right? Yeah. Adam, big huge shout out to you out there, brother. We appreciate it. We appreciate you tuning in. So anyways, Maria, so I'm doing a little bit better. I will not complain because Zach will tell me to just shut up and man it up. But Bandage comes off today, which is awesome. Can't wait for that. And we'll hop along we'll, we'll get there. Just finished a pull up. Had a couple free minutes to stop by and support the boys. That's our boy, Anthony. You know what? Let me get through these notes here so I don't leave anybody out. So Anthony, big shout out to you. Steve Barnes, it's an amazing story. Yes, Lindsay, absolutely. Maria is saying, hi, Zach and John, after she said hi to Edgar first. Yeah, baby. Hi, Maria. So, Lindsay Brown, thank you, guys. You're great, and help me get here. Lindsay, you just keep crushing it. We'll just keep celebrating over here. Keep crushing it. Adam, nice. David, I like that shirt. And then, by the way, Zach, Maria is saying, be nice, Zach.
2: I'm always nice. Yeah,
0: whatever. Listen to him, John. <laughs> Anyways, good morning, everybody that's out there listening. We appreciate you guys tuning in. I think this today, John, we need to do what we did on the Instagram Live. We need to shoot straight for the podcast today because we have a lot of content, just like we did on the Instagram Live. And this time, I don't want to sit here and chat for 30 minutes before we even get into because I think this podcast
3: is going to turn into a two-part episode. At minimum. At minimum. You guys can only see the topics we're going to be talking about right now. I highly doubt I love the optimism, for sure, coming from us, especially knowing what we know and our history. It was almost comical when Edgar sent over the script, and it's not a script, and we've talked about this before, it's just more like bullet points to keep us in control a little bit so that we don't wander off too far and we know where we're going and what we're going to be talking about and the main topics And this one, it looks like a holiday list because all the greens and the reds, because we color code them by our names. We have a lot of topics. And How many pages is it, John? I think it's like 14 pages. (laughs) (laughs) And he was tricky too, Edgar. And he thinks like, we don't notice this. You decrease the font by like four too. It's like out of six. (laughs) And we're at 14 pages. Like, bro, we're not idiots. We get it. No, but we've been having this conversation, all three of us, figuring out what we need to do going into the holiday season and going into the downtime. And I think this is going to complement what we talked about on Instagram Live perfectly, because one of the questions was about seasonal changes and how, as a business, we need to be able to adapt and know that there is seasonality in our industry, just like pretty much any industry, and how we approach it. And more importantly, if we can maximize it, it sets us up for success going into the new year. So for us, the majority of the country is in slow season when it comes down to wintertime. So it's a good time for people to actually sit down and listen to some of this jargon we have or some of our thoughts on some of these topics that I think that can really benefit each and every one of you guys that are listening because it'll help get you at least remind you of some of the basic things sometimes as we grow what you're laughing at me, right? No, at, let, read the screen, stick to the standard 45 <laughs> minute introduction, 15 minute content. You'll get through over a few weeks. A few weeks, no, David, bro. If we went standard podcast, this would pull us through 2024 with the amount of topics we have here. So, no, we have to change. And what's funny is we talk about getting straight into the podcast, and here I go off on a tangent about the podcast, <laughs> right? Instead of getting to the I can only imagine when I get older, right? My kids, I can see my kids are looking, oh my God, everyone's dad. Talking about a story. Grandpa John is getting into this story about when he was younger and he was cleaning poles and when he did this and that and we have to hear him for 40 minutes at the dinner table. But okay, I'm just going to shut up.
0: <laughs> Everybody tunes into our Instagram lives 30 minutes in and our podcast 30 minutes in because they're like, by about now they're done gibber jabbering. Let's get to them.
3: So again, and I guess I'm going against what I was trying to preach earlier, but I was saying that we need to get into the nitty gritty, into the meats and potatoes like we did last year around this time. And it's a good time for us to do that. So here we are doing it. It complimented the live. Here we go. We're staying on track. We're staying on track. We're staying, We're on, staying track. on
0: track. So. Brian, Croson Edgar, looking good. When will your face go back to normal? Dang, shots fired. Nice and early. What show are you at, Brian? What show are you at? Tell us about that. Let's see here. Steve Barnes, it's how you roll, John. It's you, right? It's what makes you. And Steve Barnes is ready, set, go. Let me get through some quick little housekeeping notes and then we will jump in. So March 1st and 2nd at the Heritage Pool Supply in McKinney, Texas. At their headquarters in McKinney, Texas. We're going to be doing a boot camp. And Zach, John, and I were already talking yesterday. We're going to be changing some stuff up for that boot camp. So we're excited about that. We're going to announce that soon. March 26th and 27th, we will be at the Western Pool and Spa Show in Long Beach with a second boot camp. May 17th, we're going to have a specialized heater boot camp a 201 at Ray Pack headquarters in Oxnard, California. That's going to be exciting because that's going to give us a a good taste of that in-depth 201 bootcamp. So anybody that has taken the 101 bootcamp, this would be the perfect one out in Oxnard. So space for that one's going to be a little bit limited because the space is a little bit smaller, but that's going to be May 17th. We'll put that out. November 15th, 16th, and 17th, we'll be out at the PSP Expo in Dallas. That's going to be our big three-day bootcamp where we address everything from business strategy financials, hands-on, and we are also partnering with Biolab and we're going to bring a retail boot camp to the retail side of the industry. Started talking to them about that this week and I am thrilled about that. That's going to be epic. We're also going to be doing our financial business class up here coming soon, probably in February, end of January, beginning of February. And we also have a PCTI course that we're going to put on with John here coming up soon. So, We've got a lot of stuff. We've got a lot of training coming up. We're working on a couple other things. So definitely stay tuned. I just dropped my ice pack, guys. All right. One of the things that we talk about all the time, and even what we're going through right now with Pool Nation, is really taking a look at how we ended the year, what our goals for the end of the year was, what we accomplished, what we didn't accomplish, and the things that we changed. Because one of the things that every business needs to understand is even though you go through this goal setup process and you have goals for the year, Sometimes business change. And so if your business changed throughout the year, it's okay to make a shift in those goals and regroup and all that. But like John was saying, this is the best time of the year to focus on all that strategy. We call it winter strategy. We call it business strategy. But this is the best time of the year to really refocus on your business, look at what you accomplished last year and what you want to accomplish moving forward into the new year. And you can do it anytime throughout the year, but the beauty of it is it's a new year. So it's fresh. It's kind of a fresh start. So we, as Pool Nation, have been going through all of our strategies for 2024, and Sean brought up a good point, said, hey, this is a perfect time to regroup again. Let's bring everybody back to that business side, and let's do some podcasts on the business side. So the first one that we thought would be great to start with today was really business goals, right, and setting goals as we're getting ready and to do that. So we're going to be running a series of podcasts with regards to the business side. So You know, I want to talk about setting goals. And really what we want to do is we want to talk about why setting goals are so important for your business. And really what we want you to do is reflect on this last year, right? And what was your performance? What goals you achieved? And what we want you to do is now start that process again for 2024. And as you set these goals for 2024, they should align with the long-term vision of your business. And so before we start talking about the different areas that you should set goals for your business, what I'd like to do is, again, really talk about why it's so important for your business to be able to to set goals. So I'm going to start first, guys, and I'll jump in. And as you start to set goals, it's really going to give you direction and focus. Goals are going to provide that sense of direction for your business knowing what your company is striving to accomplish and it helps you align your efforts and the priorities that you're going to be doing throughout the year. And it's going to make sure specifically like Zach, that he has a company, right? Are his employees on board with that direction and that focus. And it's really going to help to make sure that everybody is working towards those same goals and those same objectives. The second one we have is measuring success and
2: goals are an important tool to help you measure your overall success and performance. And so by setting specific obtainable goals or targets as stepping stones to your bigger goals, you can measure your progress and your performance along the way and monitor how effective your strategies are.
3: And the next motivation and engagement, and I think this is huge, Setting and achieving goals can motivate your employees. We all know that. We've talked about that a thousand times. It gives them something concrete to work towards and can lead to a greater sense of accomplishment and job satisfaction. It helps eliminate the second guessing or the wondering. I remember when I was an employee and when I worked for somebody, one thing that I always needed was a sense of direction, not necessarily being told where I need to go and how to do it. But more of here, this is the end road, this is the goal, and this is where I see you, and this is where I want you to be, or this is where the company needs to be, or however, whatever metrics. And I'm relying on you in order to get us to that goal or something. If you don't hear from your boss or you don't have those conversations, it's human nature to let your mind wander a little bit and wonder more. Sometimes, With us, we get so busy and tied up with doing everything else that the business requires to get done that if you have such a great employee, and I wish each and every one of you did, where they can actually just go out there and they run automatically and you don't have to worry about them and you're not getting phone calls, you don't need to call them and coach them on something that they did or they forgot to do, or you don't have to have a sit down conversation about performance issues or whatever it may be because they're doing such a great job. In our eyes, we look at it like, wow, okay, I don't have to talk to them or talk to her because they're kicking ass. So life's good. So I don't need to worry about that. Now my focus is to, you know, this fire and that fire because this portion of it's doing well, but in reality, those Mm -hmm. are like embers and that will turn into a fire because People will feel neglected. Your employee will feel neglected. Sometimes the paycheck isn't good enough. And for the most time, almost always a paycheck isn't good enough unless they make an obscene amount of money and who gives it. It doesn't really matter, right? I'm getting my money, I'm getting paid and I don't have to worry about it. There's only, and then some people just don't need that type of motivation or coaching, but the vast majority do need that human interaction with their boss to help validate what they're doing. So- you have to take a step back and know that even though those things might be running smoothly or your employee might be doing a great job where you don't have to focus on it now you need to take a step back and say hey look and communicate that with them and then create goals for them so they feel like there's some forward movement in their job because the last thing you want them to think is that it's a dead-end job for them and they're not being appreciated for the work that they're doing. Zach
0: you looked like you were going to say something were you going to say something? No, I was making notes, <laughs> I <gotcha. laughs> but it's 100% true and very important. That's one of the places where I think most new businesses fail to focus on as they're doing these things because you're so much more focused on the business that you tend to forget about motivating the
3: employees and bringing them into those goals. And so it could really backfire. The squeaky wheel always gets the most attention, right? And if you have other employees, they start to see that and they don't really know what's happening and what's going on. Or maybe you're having a disciplinary conversation with another employee, but it just seems to them from the outside looking in, like, wow, why am I being neglected? I'm doing a great job. I think I'm doing well. And then now you turn your star employee into uh, to somebody who's going to start to resent you. Uh, maybe look for another job and that's the last thing you want to do.
0: Yeah. And it's a big challenge. And I think they talk about it. It's management ends up spending 80% of their time on the bad employees and only 20% on the good employees. And that's where that starts to to definitely flip. The next one is resource allocation. Again, once you're creating clear goals of what it is that you're trying to achieve, and we take a look. So I'll give you an example. You take a look at Pool Nation and, and the things that we have. We have a team that's really focused on creating and working on the Pullman University app that we have. And so that has to tie into our vision for the year, right? So we we know the things that we're going to work on for 2024 on the app. So we have to be able to set goals to be able to allocate the resources for those things to be done. Once you set that allocation and you bring those people in, it's really going to help the operation because they're going to know, hey, if we're going to do that in the second quarter and we need to bring in an extra person or we need to allocate more resources to it, right? It's going to motivate them because it's not going to be one of those where you're taking on the workload plus now you're doing all these other things just to try to accomplish what you're trying to do. So resource allocation is one that's huge that you have to look at especially when you're setting goals, whether you're trying to build your business or going to a different market. So really set some goals around that resource allocation.
3: I wanna just jump in on that one real quick. It's like, there's a saying that I love, a goal without a plan or without teeth is just a wish. The last thing as a leader you want to do is create empty promises or to say these things and it not have any meaning behind it or any teeth behind it. So if, for instance, your goal is I want to get a new truck, but you're not going to save any money, how in the hell are you going to get that truck? Is it just Santa's going to come bring it and drop it off? How's that going to work? Or if you want to acquire new customers, but yet you're doing nothing to reach out to new clients or advertise, or when people call, you don't answer your phone, you know, or you let it all go to voicemail and don't return calls. There has to be something behind those. And then a lot of times it has to do with resources. So when you're going to one of your employees, hey, we're gonna focus on education and do this, this, and that, whatever. And then when it comes down to it, if you're not putting money aside to send them out to training, to do boot camps, to go to the Hayward trainings, to go to a Jandy training, to go to a Pentair training, go to the shows to get their education, and you don't put that money aside to be able to pay them for it, then what's really happening? Again, you're just making a wish and hoping it's just gonna happen. So. I think that's a very important subject. And I think
2: the next one ties in to all of this and encompasses it and it's to facilitate decision making. And so what this means is basically having those clear goals with teeth in place. It makes decision making a lot easier. And when you don't have clear goals or, or a clear path it's easy to get distracted and go off on tangents and those end up usually costing you money and they take you off course from your overall objective. And so I think it ties into resource allocation and all of those having framework and setting those achievable bite-sized goals as stepping stones along the way. It makes it a lot easier to say, no to offering a new service that doesn't align with your overall objective. And I'm guilty of this. And we've talked about it before in the beginning, it was just like no clear path, no clear goals. And it was really easy for me to get distracted in trying a retail store or trying, I had this idea of being an online retail store or whatever. And I talked to a lot of professionals time and time again that they're running or encountering this same thing where it's like, the next shiny thing pops up and it's so quick to latch onto that, but it doesn't make sense. And it ultimately takes you off course. And now we're at a stage where we're very focused. We have very clear objectives and it's a lot easier to make decisions that keep us on that path.
3: Next is, and this goes hand in hand with what I talked about earlier, growth and development goals are going to encourage you to push beyond your comfort zone. It's going to push you to innovate and to try new things. It can lead to new opportunities. The worst thing you can do as a business is become complacent, right? Or think or live under the assumption that just because what you've done in the past has worked, it's going to work in the future. And again, I don't want to be a broken record, but we've all talked about this and you need to embrace change, and growth is change. In order to grow, you have to change. You can't do one without the other. It just doesn't work. You have to grow as an individual, and you have to change so that you can get into the direction or go towards the direction of whatever the goals that you set forth for your business, whatever it may be, whether it's business. And again, this all this stuff really applies to your personal life as well, too, as a person and as an individual, And then setting these goals, and we all know that, obviously, when you reach a goal, you're growing towards, it fosters development. And not just within yourself and your organization, but more importantly, with the people that work for you and that depend on you. Because if you can somehow get your employees to grow and develop new skills or to learn how to do things better or maybe take on more responsibilities it opens up the door for them to do more for you and to actually make more money so all this kind of really goes hand in hand growth and development again very important
0: yeah i think another one is market competitiveness you really have to have some goals there and stay focused and it's going to allow you to change in markets and especially if you look at what's happened to us over the last couple of years with covid we dealt with supply chain issues, we're still going through price increases. That's one of the topics right now. Prices just went up again. And you need to look at it. And when you talk about market competitiveness, you need to have some goals with regards to like cost. In that competitive market, where are you gonna be? And you have to have some goals. If all of a sudden, can prices shoot through the roof again? What are your goals? What are your plans in order to be able to address that? So that your business comes out fine on the other side. You know, and there's other different things into that one with regards to how do you differentiate yourself, right, from the competition, your market penetration. So there's a lot of other goals that can go into that competitiveness, but you have to have some goals tied into that to be able to, from the operational side, really stay on top of that for your business. The next one we have is
2: risk management. And as I'm sure everyone knows by now, this is a big one for me. And this is something I'm always thinking about. And when you have clear goals or clear framework, like I was just talking about, whatever you want to call them, it helps you plan for that progression. And you know the path, you know what you're trying to do. And a big piece of that is as you're progressing down that path is being able to identify the potential risks that you face ahead. And when You start to recognize those risks you start to understand those risks then you can start putting processes and procedures in place to minimize those risks
3: next is business owner or investors confidence if you have partners or investors and you have goals you can build confidence among them it shows them the commitment to progress and success that might not really apply to a lot of people because there probably aren't as many companies out there that have multiple owners or business partners in our field. But for those that do, and this applies to even the one man show or the one woman show, when everybody's on the same page and everybody understands clear and concise goals, and they can see progress, and that we're moving in the right direction, it creates like a harmony between everybody. Where There's not that push-pull type issues that you usually have in partnerships. There's a reason why a lot of those fail. It's because there's no clear goal, and everybody has their own opinion, and instead of creating one opinion, using both minds to create the opinion of the company, Everybody has their own separate vision. And then one person says, No, this is not working. I think we need to do this. And one person, No, I think we need to do that. Or this isn't working. So I'm going to try this. And then without working with each other, when it comes down to being a, a one man show, having that confidence or having that success or creating a goal again puts you in a better position so that your people your employees, just like your kids, right? And I'm not saying your employees are your kids, but like in life, your family, the people that depend on you, they feed off your vibes. They know if dad's having a bad day. They know if mom's having a bad day. They know if boss is having a bad day. They know if the supervisor's having a bad day. And when you're at work, usually nine out of 10 times, if you're having something, things aren't going well, it's something that you're doing wrong or something that the business is lacking in and you need to fix, or there's issues that is a conversation you're not having with your employees, right? But we fail to understand the impact it has on the people that work for us. So if we feel more confident in ourselves and we have a clear idea of where we need to go, that starts to trickle down to your people and it just gives good vibes. And then it helps you achieve everybody pulling in the right direction instead of pulling against each other. So Real important to instill confidence in yourself as a business owner or with your partners and people that work with you or for you.
2: I just want to jump in and say something that I've been taught over and over again, and I'm not the best at is to have your elevator pitch ready at all times. And I think this is a big one right here, because even if you're a single owner at this point, at this stage in the game, You don't necessarily know what that's going to look like in five years, 10 years, 15 years from now. And you should always be working to position yourself. So if the time comes to where you want to just explode growth-wise and start expanding, you might need to take on an investor. You might be in a position that it makes sense to take on an investor or not only an investor, but maybe just a partnership with your local bank or whatever. And I think having those goals ready and knowing those off the top of your head, having your elevator pitch in line, that will build confidence among those potential partners that you might be looking to take on in the future. Maybe you don't know about it now, but maybe in the future, there's an opportunity there.
3: 100%. Yep.
0: It could even be a spouse, right? Like your business partner can be a spouse. And if you guys have... Those goals put together, it's going to give both of you confidence. And I take a step back, John and Zach, and I look at all three of us, right? Imagine if we were doing this whole Pool Nation thing and we were just throwing everything to the wall. All three of us would be going in three different directions, going, Oh my God, we're doing this. But with us, we do have those goals, all three of us put together. We talk about them. We know exactly where we're going to go as partners, right? And then that allows us to all move in the same direction, but it also brings harmony, right? Because we've talked about it before. Having partners can be a good thing if that's a good relationship and goals are established and they're clear. But man, if you don't have them, it could be ugly, right? And you hear the people share the nightmare stories. But I think when you talk about business owners and investors' confidence, John, like you were talking about, it's really important to really have those established and then kind of have those guardrails. So at least if you're having conversations and somebody disagrees, you could be like, here was the goals that we set. Here's what we talked about. That's why we're staying within those lanes. Hey, I'm not saying that it doesn't need to change because business change, right? There's been things that we've been doing and we're like, hey, we're going to do this. And then we're all like, oh man, that was a bad idea. Or we thought it was going to work and it's not going to work. Or we did it. We don't have interest in it. Let's change. We grab those goals. We throw them out the door. But very quickly we sit down and we're like, hey, what goals are we gonna put into play? So I think that's really important, especially when you have those investors. But again, it can be just a husband and wife relationship. You're both business partners if you're both on the same page. So I think that was a big one, John. Mr. Breakfield, good morning. I think one of the last ones that I would talk about is long-term sustainability. And I think a lot of people don't talk about it. Uh, Zach, I know that's something that you focus on with regards to your business, and it's very important. So you talk about sustainability, right? And you start looking at something simple. What are the chemicals that we use? Are we using throwaway acid bottles? Can we make a difference there? And we're not saying that you have to do that, but if it's something that you wanna do, those are some goals that you should set. I know that Zach, you take it very personal from the sustainability standpoint, but also from the safety standpoint, like you're always looking at what can I do from that standpoint that will create some safety nets for my guys, right? You take a look at Cal Hypo and all that kind of stuff in the back of the truck. So you really can set some sustainability goals. The other one is there's Scott Reynolds out from Las Vegas. And his company's name is Purpose Pools. And his purpose is to have his business, but he wants to give back to the community. So he does a lot of focus around that sustainability of being able to have a purpose for his business and give back to the community. Not only do those help, but it gives your company meaning. It's that good feel good goals that you're achieving to give back. And when you give back, there's nothing like it.
3: I think the word of the podcast is goals. What do you think? I think so. Should we change it? I think we've said goals like maybe 532 times. So targets from here on out. It's all on purpose. Goals, goals.
0: While we're on break, we're going to have to find other words for goals and throw those out throughout the podcast. Synonyms. So that we don't keep talking about goals. (laughs) So guys, let's do this. I want to start jumping in and I really want to start talking about some of these different goals and the specific areas for those goals but let's do this before we continue talking about goals on our goals podcast let's take a word from our sponsors and when we come back john we will continue with our goals goals we'll be right back guys
4: Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today.
1: Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high-range removal with Pro Series Series Foss remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypak's new Avia HD models that utilize Nitec, their exclusive industry-first technology. Nitec heat exchanger technology is Raypak's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to copper nickel in critical surfaces, Nitec creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash Nitech.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast. We're talking to Mr. Zacharias. We're talking to Mr. Flawless. Mr. Flawless, see, you're already fired up and you're ready to go. Like, you're in. You can see the difference, right? Oh, I knew as soon as you got fired up talking about some of these things, you were going to be like, boom, I'm ready to go. Talking about like, goals? You can't <laughs> use that word anymore. Now we got to get creative and come up with a new word for goals here. Any ideas, targets? Achievement. Objectives. Achievement, objectives. There we go. See, we got this. Thank you, my dear. I do have to give a big, huge shout out, guys. Leanne just brought me a cup of coffee, and she's just been absolutely freaking amazing taking care of me while I've been down. Question, have I been dramatic? No, all. I haven't been dramatic. I do have to tell you guys, Sienna came to me. Sienna was the one, sorry. I'm talking to Leanne off screen here, but Sienna came to me, and what was she saying that I was going to... Sienna said that she's surprised that I haven't been dramatic because I'm dramatic for everything. And she's like, I'm really impressed, dad.
3: With guys, it's different pain, like being hurt and stuff like that. Our machismo kind of kicks in, right? And we're like, oh, we can handle this. We're good. It's when we get sick, you know, when we catch a cold or we catch a flu or something like that is when we get dramatic as men. And the whole world starts to end. God forbid we catch a bug or catch a cold. But, you know, lop off a toe or gash your shoulder or your arm, we're fine. We'll shake it off. We walk it off. We'll pour, rub a little dirt on it and we're good to go. But like I said with me, I come home all the time and Jamie's like, she looks at my legs and I'm like bleeding. I got like blood and I don't even notice it because you're running up against stuff or you're moving against stuff and you're like literally like I got a gash in my leg and I didn't even pay attention to it. But God forbid, man, if I get a little sniffle or a little cough and...
0: Look at that. David's going, when I get sick, I become the biggest baby.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I am the worst, dude. Oh, Jesus. And I get cold. I'm screaming, give me more blankets, cover me. What the hell are you guys doing? I'm so cold. <laughs> I know. Just remember just now
0: when Leslie gave birth to Aubrey and Zach got sick and he made the mistake to tell her, oh, now I know what childbirth feels like. And I'm like, oh, that is such a bad move, Zach. I can't believe he said that to her. I'm surprised
2: she's not chiming in right now. She must have jumped off (laughs) because... Let me text her
0: real quick. Anyways, David is going, just leave me to die. Absolutely. And Mr. Matt Man, what's going on, brother? Howdy, partners. How you been, brother? Hope you're doing good. And then Mr. Steve Barnes, goals equals objectives and goals equals outcomes. Love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Anyways. So welcome back, everybody. We're going to continue our podcast here
3: on. See, we barely read on objectives on the new year objectives. Objectives. There you go. We're doing it on purpose. And the reason why we're doing is repetition, right? If you hear it a million times, it's going to finally sink into that stubborn skull of yours and you get it and understand it. Goals are really important. Right. I think Zach, you said it at one time, like years ago. I think you said it it's like GPS. And then I remember I had a an analogy that I used at the time and I was thinking about it as we're on break and I was thinking how important it is. And every time if you don't set goals or objectives for your business, you're literally blindfolding yourself. And imagine doing this. And we talked about it, imagine walking or trying to go somewhere and not knowing how to get there, right? If you don't set a goal or know where you're really trying to go and you don't set up a plan to get you there, then you're just existing. You're not growing and you're not making any forward movement. So I think we continue with the word goals and we, and I think it'll be the new super excited word. That's that your next have. shirt. Yeah, hashtag goals, right? <laughs> and I challenge anybody to go back and find out how many times we said goals during this podcast. Maybe we can give away something to the right answer. I don't know. To the person with the most goal hashtag
0: post. Yeah. Using the most common words allows listeners to focus on the message. I do have to say that I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble and I think our team is going to set a goal for me not to touch anything because they're messaging me because I'm not good at it at all. I'm not good at coding. I'm not good at all that. But because I play all the time, you get that itch that you think that you know what you're doing. So they've told me before, because I've screwed things up before, they've told me before, you're not allowed to touch anything. You do what you do. They're angry and forceful about it. So I grabbed our website and we're working on the new page for the Pool Man University. So I just went, well, I'll just grab the front end of the website and I'll just update it to our latest module. And I crashed the site. (laughs) Of course you did and so they're all mad messaging me going like we've talked about this you do you we do us don't touch so now there's different things that need to happen and we need to delete and downgrade what i updated and then we need to go through and check all the plugins and do all the things so all that kind of stuff so they're still working hard over here messaging me going next time can you please just Keep your hands off the. So I apologize. So if you go to Pool Nation, it is down, but it'll be back up a little bit later today, hopefully.
3: Uh, and they're going to hold that to me.
0: Anyways, so let's get back to our goals podcast, right? And our goal so, was
3: to get to the podcast and to start answering some of these questions. And here we are with six minutes left of the podcast. Okay.
0: So let's do this so that we do a deal. Let's get through the first three, right? Because I think we'll do a little bit of a deep dive into the first three and then we'll finish the podcast and then we'll do part two next week because I think it's a good one. Edgar was kneecapped. Yep. (laughs) So let's talk about what are some of the goals, right? So we talked about some of the reasons as to why we should do this. So now let's talk about, you know, some of the specific goals themselves, John. And here's what I'm going to do is because John's cracking up so bad. I'm going to throw it back over to him right in the middle of it. You know what, John, you want to make fun of me over there? Jump in. It's all you. My goal is 200 pools and a warehouse by June of 2024.
3: Beautiful. I love it. You know what?
0: I love it. I love
3: it. Let's do that. Let's put out a post this season or this week. And then let's come up with, based off of this podcast and what we're doing, talk about goals. And then in the comments, we want everybody, our people to get on there. And then in their comments, post the goals on there so that we can memorialize it. And then when we're talking about goals, now we're talking about achievable goals, right? And not like the goal after the goal, but we're talking about achievable goals, things that you wanna focus on in 2024. And then put it in the comments and then we'll come back to it next year or throughout the year, and then we'll touch base with people and see where they're at in their progress and what they've done. Because the first thing about setting goals, here I go again, is writing it down. Because if you don't write it down, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a dream. You have to put it on paper, and then you have to vocalize it with somebody. Accountability. it is like you go to quit smoking. How many times I tried to quit smoking or I wanted and I wasn't really committed. But the times that I did was the time when I told other people that I was going to do it. When I at least, you know, stopped for a, a few weeks or a month or however. You yelled
0: be. at me last time. You told me, shut the hell up and get back in the car and drive me to the gas station now. And I'm like, <laughs>
3: When you do that, then it creates a form of accountability because not only are you let, it's okay as humans sometimes, or it's okay for us to let ourselves down for some reason, but it's harder for us to let others down. Especially if you're a father or you're a mother, you're a boss and you have employees, when you vocalize these things, and it's, but it's a two-sided sword. You have to be very careful, especially when it comes down to business, because if you vocalize these goals and set them in action, with your people and your employees. If you don't follow through with it, you're the one left holding the bag and it leaves a bad taste in your employee's mouth or in your family members, your kid or your wife. And I'm also not saying that if, just because you don't achieve a goal doesn't make you a failure. That's not what we're getting at here. What's important is the journey towards getting to that goal. And I promise you that if you executed or if you gave it a hundred percent while you're trying to attain that goal, even though you might not have reached that number or wherever it was, if you look back, you will see growth and you can go back and recap and then look and see how much you've grown and what you've done. And then you can reassess what needed to happen, whether it was that you were a little too optimistic or a little too aggressive with it. Which happens sometimes, unless, especially if you're new to setting goals, or there were some failures around the way or some circumstances that you learn from and and experiences that you gain knowledge of so that you can regroup and then now create and then set another goal and then make it achievable. Here's the other thing.
0: And Zach, you could tell me if this has happened to you. I think we start our journey in our business and we don't do a lot of the goals, right? It takes us a couple of years to get to that path of our journey. And you always hear people talk about long-term strategy, right? And I love to say it because I've learned this throughout business: is Your business is a long-term strategy. It's not something that you're going to be able to do quickly. And in order to be able to get to where you want to be, it's a really long-term strategy. And What I've learned it through throughout the years and throughout business is the more goals that you set and the more direction you have for that year, right? So let's say that you just start for that one year, the more you practice that and the more you do that year after year, you start to get a really clear picture of what your long term strategy is for your business. And it's almost like you're going in this tunnel and you have this tunnel vision. And the more that you do that, the more your eyes open up and it's that bigger picture of not just your little goals, right? But the overall picture of your entire business, it just opens that up to a whole different level.
2: Yeah. And I don't know that we'll get to the next three things, but uh, (laughs) there's a couple of things in all of that. And I think it's important to be cautious about setting too many goals. A lot of things that I've read or heard is like, you end up setting so many goals that you accomplish very little. Whereas if you had some key goals that you're really focused on, then you have a better chance of getting those. And I think for me, you were talking about kind of the vision and the tunnel vision and things like that. That's something I'm very guilty of. And I actually got feedback from the team not long ago and they were like, Hey, I think it would help if you brought us in and more of the, micro things that are going on so that we have a better idea of what's going on overall. And I'm a visionary and I tend to really think big picture. So when I talk and I vocalize these things, it tends to be 20 steps ahead without filling everyone in on how we're going to get there and what each step is and what each accomplishment looks like. And I think that what John was saying, it's really important, and I've done this a couple times in the past, is to look back at what you've accomplished, list those things, and share those things. Because I've shocked myself more than once where it's like, we're living here now in the moment, it doesn't feel like there's been much progress, but then when I start to break everything down, like what's gone on in the last year? We went from this many pools to this many pools, and we've added this area, and we've added this amount of team members, we've added these trucks, we've hit these marks, we've changed our branding from this to this. And when you start to really lay it out, it can be impressive sometimes what you've actually
3: accomplished. And again, and here we go to tag on to what you're saying. I think what you said was very important, Zach, when you're already five, 10 steps ahead and you forget about filling your peeps in on everything else it has like a negative effect instead of it becoming encouraging right it starts to become overwhelming to them and they're like oh, how's that even possible and then instead of them walking out from that meeting feeling like I'm pumped up I'm ready to rock and roll here I am this is what we're going to do they're going to be like what the hell is Zack tripping on, how in the hell are we going to do this? So it's so important to all these things that we're talking about. It's fascinating. It really is in my mind, because there's just the complexity or all the little things you have to pay attention to and be understanding of in order to make it work. Sometimes we overcomplicate it too, but at the same time, there's no better feeling than accomplishing, especially as a team or no better like kumbaya moment or like energizing or synergizing moment that you can really have is when your company surpasses or beats or meets a goal and everybody feels like they had a part of it. And then also too, that they feel like they're all going to benefit from it as well. Because nobody wants to hear, yeah, I made an extra 50%, and we raised revenue by 50% last year, and our profit margins went up by 25%. And then everybody's paychecks are still the same, or they feel like they're being underpaid. They got a 50 cent raise. You know, not even that, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? They didn't even get a raise, and they got no holiday bonus, or they got no high five, whatever motivates them or is their fuel. And then you go out, it doesn't work that way either. So you have to find a way to, include everybody into it and it's not necessarily always money but that is a big factor and we can't be stupid and think that it's not that is very important but whatever it may be that motivates them and is the thing that makes them tick we have to incorporate that when we make these goals in order to achieve them especially when you, when you need to depend on them
0: can i come back to something really quick i think i have a goal so what if we set a goal here as an example what if we set a goal? So we're always about creating tools to be able to help pool pros do that. What if by March 1st, we teach a class at the boot camp on setting goals, and we have a program put in place that they can use to be able to track their goals? So we build a quick goals program that we can incorporate into the Pool Man University, at least on the web version by then. And then what we do is we're able to create those. So with what John was saying, let's figure out an example with Matt Man that came on here and said, that's my goal. Here's what I want you guys to do. Go to the Pool Man University, send us a message through the Pool Man University on your goals. And what we'll do is we'll create an Excel list with the people that send their goals in. We'll have that list of goals. I will get the team to working on something to be able to track goals. And what we're gonna do is we'll do something simple, max of what, three goals that they could do at a time? John, Zach, three goals? Other than that, good. it starts to get pretty aggressive, right. right? Yeah, 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 for sure. So let's do that. So let's do by March 1st, we'll do a class and we'll have a little software program. And that's our goal. The beautiful thing is something like that. Like John
2: mentioned, all of this information translates very seamlessly into your personal life. It doesn't have to necessarily be all business goals. If that's what you're focused on as your business, make business goals, but you can use these tools to create personal goals. And I think that's something else that John's talked about several times in the past as we have these conversations is a framework for creating a goal. And I think, John, I think now would be a good time to talk about the SMART goal and how that framework works.
0: The problem is we've been talking for an hour and 10 minutes (laughs) and we haven't even gotten into the first goal. And here's the thing. To be honest with you, I I think it's been a great podcast. And maybe
3: that's another episode. No, I think that's a whole episode. We should do that, incorporate that. And it seems like this is really a goal episode, but it's really not. We're talking, (laughs) I think if we're going to do this, Zach, you brought up, seriously, it's a good point. And especially if we're going to run with this and create this program and we're going to have people memorialize what they want and then put it out there so that there's some form of accountability. I don't mean accountability. Oh, how dare you? You didn't make, you didn't get that fifth truck or you didn't do this or do that, but at least have it out there because it helps motivate us to achieve it, that we should have one just straight on the smart goals and go through it one by one and then figure out a way so that maybe people have, we prepare people again so that they do create attainable goals, achievable goals, but not too easy. That's what's important that these goals can't be silly. Like I'm going to wake up at six 25 tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? That can be done pretty easily. It's not very hard or I'm going to make it to work on time or whatever. We're talking about some goals that are a little more aggressive, but not overly aggressive to where it sets you up for failure. So I think I said goals 832 times in that sentence, but
0: the one thing that I love, I just love our community. So David's going, Syed is on here. Big shout out to you. This is great. Setting goals and executing on <laughs> yes. those goals. Super important. And then David is like, this is a meta episode. You're talking about, you're talking, talking about, about goals. You're talking about and goals. Then, talking about like, talking about just kidding. And then Brian is saying, first goal, stay on time. Second yes, goal, right. increase show time. But... I
2: want to jump in and I think we should do a post on the Instagram page and comment on there with some of this because I think it'd be really fun to see what
0: people have in mind. Yeah. New morning drinking game. Every time goals is said, drink. So I love it. As a matter of fact, I just sent the message to the team right now about having a call right after the podcast because we got something. To, so I'm going to tell them that we're going to set our first goal for the
3: year. And then maybe we'll just do this, right? So what we'll do is since Zach talked about smart goals, right? Just instead of getting digging down deep into each one. And for some of you that haven't learned or haven't listened to the, our older podcast where we covered it. I got an idea. We'll talk about what the acronym stands for.
0: I got an idea.
3: Yeah. So on the class
0: at the boot camp, you teach smart really? goals. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. We do a class that you and I can do it. We'll do a class on smart goals. We'll have the program ready. We'll teach people how to do the set the goals and then they could use the program right then and there. We'll tell everybody to bring their laptops. We'll give them an account. They can register and they could use it and they can all create their goals. So are
3: we going to be able to get four
0: hours? Do you need
3: four hours? Yeah, probably.
0: (laughs) The way this podcast is going, yeah.
3: Yeah, probably. No, I think it's a great idea and I think it's really important.
0: So for everybody that's listening, and we get this a lot, people like ask us, how do you guys come up with your ideas? And this is it. Like we start talking about things, we have people that listen, we have people that like today, Matt's talking about setting goals and stuff like that. And that's how all of our ideas are born. Now what we do is we go back, Zach, John, we look at our three fundamental principles, And does it fit within those three fundamental principles? And if it does, then we build it and we do it. And I think it will. I think it'll fall into each one of those fundamental principles.
3: So Zach's on fire today, bro. So what are we going to do? Are we going to go into these three? Wait, time out.
0: Jamie, met you boys at the Vegas Pool Show. You're great and appreciate all you do. Shout out to Jamie out there, brother. Big shout out to you other. I need to come up with a little sound. So every time that we get somebody, we can...
3: Do a little noise or something. We need to come up something. with one that says goals. Liminal message goals, and we just randomly put it through the seasonal mini series of podcasts that we're going to be doing. That hopefully it will get done before the new year, but we'll see.
0: Yep. So David is saying three fundamental principles One, long intros Two, short content Three, always leave them wanting more, baby
2: yeah. 100%, 100%. <laughs> David, you're on fire
0: today, brother you, you
3: cracked the code You figured
0: this out, right? <laughs>
3: Ding 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 ding. Oh, Freaking uh, love it. He's yeah. on fire today. Back on track, guys. Right, come on, let's stay focused here. We're we
0: gonna get back on the goals.
3: Well, no, I just want to <laughs> go over. I think Zach, what he said about the SMART goals thing was very important. I think I love should... it. If people haven't heard the acronym before, then they think, oh, SMART goals, it's just a smart goal. Okay, whoop de whoop but it's actually an acronym, and what it stands for is the S stands for specific, the M is measurable, the A is achievable. The R is relevant and the T is time-based. Those are the nuts and bolts in what makes a smart goal. You feel me? You feel the goal? I have a feeling that we have a couple goals that we got to do, right? Yeah. Let's take a wild guess before we end the podcast, because I don't think we're going to be able to really get into the other ones, but just between the three of us, Uh let's take a wild guess. How many times now a true number, how many times do you think we said the word goals?
2: I'm going to say 316. No, that's too exaggerated. Is it? Yeah. No way. There's like census where you said it five times in about four seconds. That was because I was joking, but shoot. But still, that adds up fast. What's your guess?
3: Okay, 316. Let's memorialize that. Let's write it down 316, Zach. So Zach said 316. What do you think, Edgar?
0: I'm going to say like 240. Really? Yeah. You, 300, like 300 and four, three hundred and sixteen is a lot of times. Oh, well, and 240, is it? Close, 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 close. <laughs> hey, dude, those counts act like, like, Edgar, can you say it again? Edgar, say it again, say it again, say it again. I can't hear you, Edgar. What is it? What are we talking about? Anyways. Wow, you know what?
3: I think we probably said it. John's going to be like 583. No, I feel like the price is right. What are we supposed to do? I'm going to go... As long as you don't go over, you win. So if I win 280 set, if I that's no, why I did two forty. Two forty. So if I did two forty one. No, two thirty. Yeah, two. If yeah, I do two forty one, then I win if I because you went one exact, over me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I'm gonna but go that's two, cheating. No, it's not, dude. That's it's strategizing, bro. bro. What are you talking about? Bro, what a cheater. Man. Actually, I'm <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's end it now because I don't think we should need to add any more of the G word.
0: Ah, uh, you're gonna be that guy, John, is what David is saying. You're really gonna be that guy. Nobody likes that guy on the prices is right. Is
3: that it? Really?
0: And you're gonna be that guy?
3: I am gonna be that guy. Okay, okay, let's
0: let's leave it. So, hey guys, let's do this. So, question for you, really quick, before we take our final word from our sponsors, we did not get to not even one of the goals. But the question for you is on the next podcast. Do we talk about the SMART goal and maybe go in depth into what a SMART goal is? And then the next podcast we hit up and then we go through those? Or do we keep on track and talk about these and then the SMART goals?
3: I think what we do is we keep on track with this, but I think we need to go back to our SMART. We did a whole episode on this, and I think we did an amazing job on that episode.
0: But I don't think we went as in depth.
3: We did. I don't remember. Zach doesn't remember. Yeah, he doesn't remember. She doesn't remember yesterday. I'll look back at it and and look, and then maybe we'll do the one afterwards. But if I remember correctly, then I think if we just referenced that podcast, it was full of good stuff.
0: You should do another one and refresh the content is what you should do. You should listen to the old one and then refresh the content for moving forward. That's what I think. All right, so done. So there's our goal. We got it set. Let's do this, guys. Let's take a word from our sponsors. When we come back, I want to get your final thoughts.
4: Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today.
1: Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Pro Series FOSS Remove or FOSS Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypak's new Avia HD models that utilize Nitec, their exclusive industry-first technology. Nitec heat exchanger technology is Raypac's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to copper nickel in critical surfaces, Nitec creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash NYTEC.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast with Edgar, Zach, and John. We are talking about setting goals. So Zach just gets excited because every time we say goals, he's closer to his, what did he say? 316, 340? He said 340, and I'm going to revise my number. On my- 360. 360 now? <laughs> <laughs> 316.
3: Oh, 316. <laughs> Originally, he said 340. I said 241, well, but I need to revise mine. What's funny is that this episode wasn't about goals. What was the episode about? It was about our mini episode talking about goals and, and talking about business and stuff, but not necessarily goals, but it's turned into goals. I love it.
0: So, big shout out out there. So, David is going on there with you, Matt. I want to get past 200 pools as well. And a big shout out to Eric. Which is out there, Willow Creek Bulls out there. Big shout out to you, brother. So, Zach and John, let's get some final thoughts here. Zach, final thoughts.
2: So, while we were on break, I went back and counted how many times goals was said, and it came out to 321 plus the one I just dropped and the seven that you guys just dropped before me. So, we're at 329. So, I'm looking forward to whatever my prize is, and you can send it straight to
0: me. If you go over, you lose. I'm closest. That's funny. You have is. to be closest right. without going over. I'll go back and recount that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, John? It's closest without going over. So even if you go over by one, and I guess, and I'm 40 away, I win because you went over and I was I've the closest never heard one. of that one. Am I right, John, or am I making that up? No, I think you're right. I think you're right. right. Okay. Just making sure.
2: Anyways, this is a really fun time of year when we get to jump into these topics. And they're very important topics and tools that we can implement into our businesses. And I'm looking forward to actually diving into more of this. And we definitely went off the rails about 20 minutes ago. So I hope there was something that someone got out of this and that 15 minutes of content that we dropped in there (laughs) I do want to see a post, Edgar, and I'm going to hold you to this. I want to post that everyone can jump in and comment. And I encourage everyone to just, like John said, memorialize something on there and encourage others to jump in and do it. I think it'd be a lot of fun to see what some of those goals are.
0: So here's what I would like. So I know that David's out there. I know that Matt's out there and they were talking about setting goals. So here's what we'll do. If you guys want, do a little video of what your goals are and send it to me and we'll post it on our Instagram page. That way it's memorialized, right? So it's etched in stone and we do have our goals so that we could do, and then we can create the hashtag
3: from there. So there you go. I like that. I like that a lot. I think we should do that. And then I think what we should do is we'll give away something too. Why not? Dinner with John. Let's do it. If you guys come up, you got you know, golf with Maddie just John. wants to
0: get you on the golf course, John. So if Maddie wins, he's just
3: going to want you to play golf with them. Yeah. Let's do a video submission and we'll collect them all. And then we'll post them on pool nation podcast page. And I think that would be pretty awesome. Okay. Let's do it. Sounds Badass. good. Let's do it. All right. My final thoughts. Yes. John, final thoughts. I'm revising my number. I'm going to go to 317 now because that's how many times 317.
0: So anyways, all right, guys, I hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Join me and John next Wednesday back on the Instagram live. I promise that I'll sit still on that one, right? John had to carry us on this last one. I appreciate it, John. I appreciate that big time. So thanks so much. Everybody have a great weekend. Zach, John, as usual, thank you for your time. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a great one. bye right. See you. Gold. Gold.
1: Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com on Facebook or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry, a pool service community where you can connect and find videos on service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at poolmanuniversity.com.